Hello, my wonderful listeners. Just a quick note. This is a preview of a story exclusive to my Little Stories Premium subscribers. To sign up for Little Stories Premium and hear the full version of this story, click the link in this episode description or visit littlestoriespremium.com. This is Ria. Welcome to Little Stories for Tiny People. Have I ever told you how much I appreciate you, my dear audience? It's just a dream come true. Oh, I just got an email. Dear Ria, what have you done with all of our pantry items? I didn't see any pantry items in here. Must be a mistake. Let me just read the rest here. What have you done with all of our pantry items? We left them in the doorway of the studio, dear. So I'm going to answer your question. Let me just explain it to my listeners. So the other day, I opened the door to my studio, and there on the floor were these teeny tiny canisters, okay, like spice containers. I got out the magnifying glass that I keep right beside me at all times for these types of situations, And what do you know? These canisters said things like, naturally spicy, fly me to the barbecue. And this one may prove controversial within the studio, (laughs) beetle hot sauce. I mean, you left them right where I had to walk. I didn't want to be stepping on tiny canisters of barbecue sauce. I threw them away. Oh, I'm getting a lot of emails. You know what? I'm just going to turn off my email notifications. There we go. We don't have time for this. We have a story to get to. I'll deal with them later. It's really hard having studio mates sometimes. All right. Our story is called Sunset on the Sleep Sleigh. Take it away, Beatrice. Remember... There are no pictures, so you have to imagine the pictures in your mind. You can imagine the pictures however you want. Okay, here we go. Lambden blinked. He couldn't possibly be seeing what his eyes were telling his brain he was seeing. It was just too... weird. Lambden was in weaving class. They had a substitute teacher, a tall sheep named Ms. Sweetwool. Ms. Sweetwool was stumbling her way through class, literally. She had tripped over two desks and had cracked three pieces of chalk into dusty shards as she attempted to write on the chalkboard. This is trick chalk, she muttered to herself. Ms. Sweetwool had mispronounced every lamb's name at the start of the class. Is it Lampdon? And a large fly had taken up residence in the wool on her head. Hmm. Willisha? It's Willisha. The lambs giggled incessantly, and Ms. Sweetwool kept whipping around and glaring at them, mystified. Ms. Sweetwool was not the most effectual substitute they'd ever had. And her performance in class was quite the spectacle. But that was not the weird thing. 
In fact, Lambden hadn't noticed Ms. Sweetwill's clumsiness, nor had he noticed the fly in her wool. He was staring out the window at the chickens. There were several of them. Five, maybe? They were all wearing light blue vests that glistened in the winter sun. Five chickens wearing matching vests would have been strange enough, as chickens are not even known to wear vests. They prefer knee socks. But that was not the strangest thing. The strangest thing was they seemed to be trying to communicate with Lambden. Each chicken kept sniffing the air, putting a beady eye against the window, peering at him, then beckoning with a flick of their heads. They did this over and over. Lambden felt a knot form in his stomach. Why would these bevested chickens be trying to get his attention? He had a sinking feeling, knowing, somehow, exactly who had sent them. Lambden glanced around, thinking his classmates must have noticed this bizarre chicken situation, but their attention was focused on Ms. Sweetwool. Now then, I suppose we'd better begin our weaving. Ms. Sweetwool dropped her fourth piece of chalk. When she went to pick it up, her glasses fell from her head. She promptly stepped on them. Oh dear, I can't see without my glasses. Lambden took the commotion as an opportunity to slip out the door. The chickens could barely contain themselves when he emerged outside. It worked. It worked indeed. You should have seen your face. We thought you'd never come. But you came. You were not exactly subtle. We have an important message. So important. It carries great... Importance, yes, okay. What are you doing here? I'm at school. The chickens huddled around him, their beady eyes blinking, their vests catching the sunlight on metallic threads. You must return home to press your button. Yes, your button. You must press your button. It is imperative that you press my button. Okay, why? It's the middle of the day. Inside the classroom, several of the students came to Ms. Sweetwell's assistance, helping her search for her backup glasses. The rest of the class was talking amongst themselves. Look, I don't have time for this. I have to get back in there. Tell the sleep crew not to bother me when I'm in school. The chickens began talking in whispers. The tall one said he would listen, but he does not listen. The tall one will be angry. So angry. What can we say to convince? What can we say to persuade? Lambden stood there, narrowing his eyes, listening to their very loud whispering, realizing he might actually have to deal with this. Inside the classroom, chaos ruled. He had a few minutes. I heard everything you just said, so we may as well talk. Who is the tall one? What is going on? The tall one. The moose. Ah, uh, yes, the towering moose. The face of the sleep crew 
the tour guide of Lambden's beloved sleep train. The sleep train he had been hoping to board that very evening. Why did the moose send you here? Why do I need to press my button so early in the day? Ahem. Ahem. We have a letter. We possess a letter. Lambden sighed. One of the chickens produced a letter from his vest pocket. He unfurled it and passed it to the next chicken to read. Dear Lampedon. It's Lambden. Dear Lampedon. You have been selected to be a passenger on the newly completed and astonishingly lavish and incredibly opulent... Can we get to the point? Sleep sleigh. Lambden felt a growl arise in his throat. Sheep do not growl. Ever. It's not a thing sheep do. But Lambden was about to do it. Sleep? Slay? Why does everything always have to be so complicated? The sleep say will be the only sleep vehicle traveling this evening due to... Oh, this should be good. Due to lizards. Due to lizards. 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 Lambden blinked. Lizards? That's it? Lizards? That's all that's written here. Due to lizards. The sleep sleigh will depart early so as to include a unique sunset experience. Please travel home immediately and press your button. P.S. Be sure to wear boots. They all turned in the direction of nearby hoofsteps. Lambden was surprised to see his sister tramping across the school grounds, heading in the direction of home. Huh. Lambden could not believe this. The sleep crew was really pushing it, showing up at his school this way. I'll pass, he said after a lengthy pause. The chickens bobbed their heads, their eyes going wild. But you will be left behind. Behind, we say. You will miss the sunset. The sunset. This is ridiculous. I have to go back to class. Lambden said, turning to go. He put a hoof on the door handle. Inside the classroom, things were even more chaotic. Ms. Sweetwool knocked over the tower of breakable plates Lambden's teacher kept in the corner. Pieces of ceramic blanketed the floor. A number of lambs were sweeping them up. It seemed there wasn't much class to return to. The last bell of the day would chime soon, emptying the students into the hallways. The day was nearly over. Lambden could not believe his hesitation. How did he always seem to get yanked around by the sleep crew? Because I need the sleep crew, he thought grudgingly. He did. He needed a calming sleep journey in order to get rest. He wished he could go without it. He tried. It always ended in tossing and turning and thinking. His brain was an active place, and without a sleep journey, it would never quiet down. Lambden looked from the chaotic classroom 
back to the chickens. Their tiny eyes widened and shined. They smiled at him, seeming to know his internal thoughts. The bell rang. Ding! Now you don't have any excuses. No more excuses. He has none. He has... Ugh, fine. I'll go press my button. There is so much more to this story. Join Little Stories Premium to find out what happens next. You can find the link in this episode description or visit littlestoriespremium.com. Once you join, you'll get access to a premium ad-free listening experience with extra stories. Thank you, as always, for listening in.